0: Hello and welcome to episode three of Your Money Questions Answered. I'm your host, Elena Pearson Arroyo, Client Engagement Manager at Washington Financial Group. In today's episode, we're going to answer the question, what should I do with my retirement accounts from previous jobs? But first, a quick word from the good folks at Compliance.
1: The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, Consult with your attorney, accountant, financial or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial and Washington Financial Group are separate non-affiliated entities.
0: And now, on to the show. I'm joined today by Charlotte Kanka, Director of Client Services at Washington Financial Group. Hey, Charlotte, how's it going?
2: I'm fine, Elena. How are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm also joined by Rick Hope, one of our talented retirement plan specialists at Washington Financial Group. Rick, how are you?
1: Elena, good morning. Charlotte? Good morning, Rick.
0: So today's question is, what should I do with my retirement accounts from previous jobs? So I believe that the average American has something like from age 18 to retirement, 12 jobs, that's what I've read, uh, throughout their lifetime, which is pretty crazy. But when you think about, you know, being 18, you have these summer jobs, some of these end up having retirement plans on them if you're working full time over the summer. And some people have the ability to accumulate just massive amounts of 401Ks, 403Bs that are just kind of hanging out there. And I always get the question, what do we do with them? Is it better to leave them separate? Do we consolidate them? So, what are some general like rules of thumb, and how do we actually go about, you know, making sure that we're keeping track of all of these all of these funds, and we're doing the best thing possible for for our accounts?
1: Sure. Well, we recommend one of two two options. Um, one is roll your old retirement plans into your current plan. Um, you know, a couple things you'll feel you'll feel better about having all your money in one place, uh, you, a lot of times people forget. They worked at some employer X number of years ago, and they forget about um, that money's there. Mm-hmm. Also, life circumstances change. Uh, you know, somebody dies. other Something else happens in your life, and right. the, the, you got the wrong beneficiary on, the, on oh, that plan. My goodness. So, you know, I've, and I've run across that um, on a couple of occasions with 401K uh, plan employees. So, recommend we recommend that you roll the money into into your current plan. The other option is uh, rolling over to an IRA, and um, you know maybe you want to buy some things that are different or not in your in your four hundred and one k plan, some individual stocks, things like that. You can do that in an IRA, but either way, don't leave the money in the old plan. Roll it over to your current plan or set up an IRA.
2: Well, and one of the things that I see a lot, I see a lot of the employees they leave. And if you have less than $1,000, then eventually it gets cashed out and gets sent to you. Well, right. are you going to make take the time to reinvest that? Or, or if it's $900, are you going to say, gee, I just, just as soon pay off my visa bill this month with it? And then at the end of the year, you realize that you're going to get you know taxed on it as income and your 10%, 10% penalty, penalty and yeah. everything else. Yeah. And then the other thing that is really kind of sad is that people move, and they don't ha- they've moved two or three times. And you might have $20,000 in a retirement plan that you've left behind you just forget about it you move you move three times no forwarding address and now that money is just sitting there the employer has the um responsibility to try to find you but if you've left and and there's no forwarding address they may not be able to find you and and if that plan terminates you might be out that money and i'm sure everybody could use an additional twenty thousand dollars yeah yeah absolutely good good point
0: that happens so many times i can't tell you how many times i have employees call me that are like hey I think I have like an old account somewhere from 6 years ago when I lived in Virginia and I live in Connecticut and I have no idea what happened to right. this money can you find it for me and I'm like I can't find it for you <laughs> right. I'm not, I don't I'm not you right uh, I mean I can help you like get some ideas of where you should call but you know ultimately you really want to make sure that you're keeping track of that money, so um, that's hugely important. Um, something that Rick touched on um, about consolidating your accounts is one thing that you're going to lose track of if you don't um, if you don't keep track of your account. If you have any life changes, is your beneficiaries. Yes, yeah, right?
2: so I, I thought of that exact same thing. So
0: I remember when my grandfather passed away. I think he left like eight different retirement accounts just hanging around and they all had different beneficiaries on them and he and my grandma were divorced and so my dad and his two sisters had to sort of hash it out and figure out who was getting what because it was basically completely arbitrary because he had just selected his beneficiaries at random points right. of his life right. right right um so something that you definitely want to keep in track of keep track of god forbid you have you know something happens to you um but we always say joke that uh, if you you love your family you'll keep track of your beneficiaries yeah, right absolutely. if you don't love your family then it's fine absolutely. don't worry about it absolutely um but just something to be mindful of is making sure you're keeping track of these things yeah um especially like i, I remember when i was 18 years old i worked for a, a children's library and i actually got a 401k because i was working like 40 hours a week and the minimum age is 18 and i recently found my 401k statement and my beneficiary on my plan was andrew marr You guys know who Andrew Mars is, right? No. No. Sorry. Okay. Well, I don't really either, but I really (laughs) loved him when I was 18. So, hugely important. Andrew. Out there, you, have you are a, claim a beneficiary to about eight hundred dollars <laughs> of my money. Um, so if you ever get this, you should. Uh, and uh, oh, something shoot. happens to me, you can. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I've already removed him. He's long gone. <laughs> um, dear, but it's really important. It things. is important. It um, really is. What are some good rules of thumb, when, Rick, when it comes to like evaluating um, whether or not you should move your money into the new plan versus like an IRA?
1: Well. The, the things you want to look at are the expenses in the plan. Generally speaking, in today's 401 in today's k plan or 403 plan, the expenses are, are really low. It's hard to invest on the outside and get it a, a cheaper option. So that's one thing you want to look at. Uh, one, another thing to look at is the types of investment options. Um, you know, and again, most plans today carry a number of different investment options that'll probably have everything uh, you want. Your question was versus an IRA? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, th- again, back to this idea: if you want to uh, invest in some individual stocks or some specific type of uh, uh, investment product that's not offered in your four hundred and one k, then you want to look at an IRA. There's so many options out there for IRAs. You can set up a really specific IRA. I was looking at something the other day in an IRA for options, trading options. It's mm-hmm. out there. You can just look at it. And you can you can come across that stuff.
0: Right. I guess if you want to do something a little bit more creative, then that always is a good option. But then, of course, from the fee perspective, that's really important, too. Yeah, absolutely. You want to make sure that your fees aren't digging into um, into your plan right. too much. So that's, again, another good reason to keep track of everything Yeah, mm-hmm. just good performance in general. Um, so... Um, Thank you so much for both being here today. Thank you
2: for having us. I really appreciate
0: it. Um, Folks, if you have a 401k or a 403b or some other account floating around out there, um, please go find your statements and make sure that you're, uh, you're comfortable where it is and that you're not losing track of it. Um, feel free if you have any questions that you'd like to address us in a future episode, or if you need any help, uh, with your, uh, old 401k 403b plan, feel free to shoot us an email at info at washfinancial.com. Thanks for listening to Washington Financial Group's Your Money Questions Answered podcast. Connect with us at washfinancial.com. If you enjoy our show, we'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. Until next time.